last time on Join the Party. We're prepping for the heist, and we got some help, I think. It will definitely help out. Aggie checked in with Danny at Banksy's house and ended up with a painting that will help detect where those powerful sunglasses might be hiding. Mulcahy recruited teens at SUNY LTC, ran into Hardbody, who is working for the government apparently, and started a mystery of who Kathleen Devi is. Maybe she's not the college person we thought she was. And Kilanova got Lucas turned into an Okapi and recruited Lou to the heist. Those two things were unrelated, and then they became related. Well, there's only one thing left to do. Let's steal ourselves a government artifact. Let's get the party started. Lakeshore Park on the banks of Lake Champlain that divides New York State and Vermont. Not under the bridge, but kind of far away from the bridge. They've developed that whole area there in a kind of a revitalization project. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Lakeshore Park, which is farther down. All of the families of all of the agents, managers, and secret information keepers of the Office of Technology Assessment are having their field day. Jumping in potato sacks, three-legged racing, getting uh, balloon animals, and looking at the sculpture garden of Aleph 1.0 through 6.0. The sentient computer that tried to take over the United States nigh six times. <laughs> Aleph Mark 5 is actually there because Aleph 5 is good. And then they kept the brain and put it in a new body. But the other ones are there as part of the sculpture garden that uh, many children are climbing off of as an Ertzaz jungle gym. Are the kids what? also climbing? No, no, no. Did, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Julia, what's up? What? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, in the in the 90s into the 2000s, that was actually what everyone was afraid of in Y2K. All of Mark V, the sentient computer, tried to take over the United States and the Office of Technology Assessment, defeated them. All of V, they discovered, was actually good because they put in, like, a feelings chip into it. But then all of six rejected that and become bad again. I have a lot of follow-up questions. Sure. Do you have any of those extra feeling chips is my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Eric, okay. did you come up with this in the, in the three minutes since I told you that I once went to FBI field day in D.C. and my aunt showed me some bombs that she helped defuse? Amanda, that was 30 seconds, three minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I did. Um... Also, the head of the OTA, Indun Winters Mirkvor, a eight-foot-tall woman with three feet of luxurious snow-white hair, gets up on the stage and says, Thank you, everyone, for coming. This is the, this, I can tell all of you are having fun and not because of the chips I've implanted into all of you. And everyone laughs and laughs. <laughs> Uh, quick, quick sidebar, players. Uh, how does it feel to suddenly be the least important characters in uh, Join the Party campaign, too? Well, I was just about to tell Eric that I need to um, change Val's whole like mission in this campaign, and now it's to seduce this woman. Sure. <laughs> Sounds great. 
the drone shot pulls all the way up. <laughs> so you see everyone at field day. And then we zoom quickly back down to Hank Lane squirting way too much mustard on a hot dog, taking a deep breath and says, oh, I hope he doesn't cause an international incident. <laughs> and then takes a big bite of his hot dog. And I think then uh, we turn the page in the comic book and we see the three of you and Lou standing on the other side of the street from the concrete edifice, uh, the incredibly unassuming building of the Office of Technology Assessment. But because it's a heist, we immediately then cut to 12 hours earlier. <laughs> hey, let's. why don't we get this heist going, Brandon? Thank you so much for keeping Steven Soderbergh on retainer. That's wonderful. I appreciate that. Oh, my pay- am I supposed to be paying him? I thought you were paying him. Oh, no, I'm teaching him how to play Dungeons and Dragons. He wants to play a ranger. Uh, of course he does. <laughs> yeah, he wants he wants to have a tiger companion who's all who has a rough and tumble past. Um, <laughs> the tiger, not the ranger. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So th- we're, it's heist day. Today is Saturday. Today is the field day. We can start before the heist itself. I think that we've already laid out that Lou is with you. You have the painting from Danny. Val has already organized a field trip that will happen at some point. You walk in with them as your second person, and we have an item to be named later. Is there anything you want to do before we start executing this? Like, what would you have done right before the heist? Mm. I think Milo would uh, carb up, you know, carb a load before the heist. (laughs) Get some good uh, spaghetti or something, or maybe some, uh, I don't know, nachos or something. Are your friends concerned that you're eating spaghetti for breakfast, or is this like, oh, no, classic Milo? Is there something wrong with that? Yeah, I, th- I feel like that's a good choice. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Never mind. I I, I see I cede my time to the representative from Little Italy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, I eat pasta. This is out of character. I eat pasta for breakfast all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pasta? Like cream-based sauces or... No, like usually I'll just do like I'll chop up a couple of vegetables, saute them, and then like like a little bit of a garlic oil sauce. You know, a fresh pasta? Yeah. Damn. A little pantry pasta. I just appreciate you. whenever you say something, there's like a fifty percent chance it's you <laughs> and Val speaking simultaneously. <laughs> Rude. I think Aggie is going to swing by her parents' cottage after dinner. Oh, the night before? Yes. Sure. Yeah. W- what's up? Tell me about it. Um, I'm going to stop by over the pretense of I'm going to just carry, I don't know, what do people need to do? Okay, I'm going to carry some, like, fresh, humane mousetraps. And and every so often I'll, you know, I'll just put a couple in my parents' garage because they would never think of pests. They're not anywhere long enough to develop a pest problem or if there is one, just to, like, leave for a different hotel. Um, So every so often I'll just perform routine maintenance. And I'm like, hey, uh, mom, dad, uh, how's it going? How was your, uh, how was your day? I think as you walk up to the cottage, I think this would be, it would have to be like maybe like twilight. But yeah, as you walk up, you hear uh, like ah, from the other side of the lake, and it's your dad like shouting to you and waving to you from like half a mile away. <laughs> He's doing his nightly constitutional. He's like, I can get to see you. And just like, and then just still <laughs> continues to walk in the other direction away from you showing up. Great. So I'll I'll, I'll change out the, the traps, no critters, no friends in there, and then um, knock on my mom's back door, um, which leads into the kitchen. Sure. I imagine that the window shade is drawn, and then she pulls it, and it comes up, and she goes, ah! <laughs> and then she unlocks, like, six <laughs> locks that's on the screen. Go over and be like, Aggie, you scared me! I, I knocked, sorry. Why would you knock so loud and scare me like that? 
would you prefer I knock quietly and then you wonder if it's like a raccoon or a predator and then you call me and say, Aggie, come check out the back door. And then I'm like, mom, it's me. And then you hear my voice echo and then you get doubly scared. That's a good prank. <laughs> Did you come over to sass me? No, I actually, I wanted to ask your advice. A real, uh, a real mother-daughter bonding moment. Oh, I mean, when you call it a mother-daughter bonding moment, Mike kind of puts it... Uh, no, no, I'm not saying it. No, I'm excited about Thank this. You. Yes, I see your restraint. I appreciate I'm it. I'm holding it. Yes. How Great. how can I help you, Margaret? Uh, well, I I am sure that you and Dad have you know you've called me sometimes and been like you know Aggie we're we're escaping Margaret we're escaping from uh, whatever uh, Margaret the uh, you know we found out that this man we stayed with uh, was was uh, heisting me or Margaret there was a tiger in the spare bedroom we had to leave um, that was only twice and we gave them bad reviews on Airbnb <laughs> sure 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 no that that makes sense but my my main question is have you ever had to sneak into some place. Or if you're escaping, I don't know, do you have any tips? Do you have any just, like, tips about, about like, the sneaking in or the getting out? <laughs> you ever had to heist anything, Mom? I feel like, listen, I'm, I'm, your, I'm your lawful child. I, I, never, I never drank underage. But this is the kind of age where you could go to your parent and be like, you know, Mom, I, I did steal your, like, peppermint schnapps that one time. Um, I never did any of that. I feel like our relationship goes the other way. Sure. So this would just be this is a good time. Your mom steals about. your peppermint schnapps. She does. She does constantly. I'm sure she does. Yeah. yeah. Roll a persuasion check because I wanting I feel like advantage and disadvantage cancel out because it's disadvantage because you're a superhero now and you're probably up to something, but it's an advantage because this was a very good play. So I feel like I straight straight up for uh, persuasion. Okay, that's a seven plus five for a twelve. Okay, twelve. So I was rolling to see how effective the advice was that she, that she was going to give you. Margaret, I know enough as the mother to countless children. Seven, but, mom. Like, countless children. It's been seven. <laughs> it's been the same number for 22 years. It shows what you know. <laughs> Whoa, see, I got what? you. You, you Dork, mom! See, I got Shit. you. You were, Patty, oh. you think you know everything about your mother. I knew it was seven, oh. but I got you. Okay. Wanted to make sure you were paying attention. See, now I'm going to leave that one there. See? It's Good. Both ways. Okay. Thank you. All right. I'm, some, I'm funny. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry, I laughed at my own joke. Um, <laughs> I don't don't bring me into all of your superhero nonsense. I don't want to know what you're breaking into or breaking out of or anything. I just say whenever we go to a Airbnb or someone has lent us their a room for the night or I don't know, you get kind of mixed up in a in a land deal and you have to stay in a haunted chalet for 24 hours. Sure. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You always want to look around to see if the person who stayed there left any of their things. Because that might signal to me, if I had to do something, that they need to do, they will have to come back and use that for wherever I'm, I'm here. Um, sure, sure. So I would just say look around. Okay. Maybe if they have, ooh, if, like, if there's a spare key, like where does it go? Why do they need a key? What's locked in there? Usually it's just like cleaning supplies and they don't just want to go in there, but you never know. Two times it was a tiger. Two times it was a tiger. And I wish I had found that out sooner. Okay. That's actually very helpful, Mom. Thank you. 
No problem. Two Times a Tiger is my favorite college rock band. <laughs> I liked their first EP, but then they kind of went corporate yeah. afterwards, and I didn't really like it as much. Mm-hmm. Though the drummer is now in Fallout Boy, which is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> the bassist is touring with Queen and Adam Lambert. <laughs> the ba- you know, that was Adam Lambert. Adam it Lambert was, was in was. Two Times a Tiger. It was. Wonderful. Does anyone else want to do anything? Yes. Sure. I think Val, the night before, is going to give Salamone a call. <gasps> Whoa, really? Yes. All right. Julia. Sorry, let me put on four gold chains to get in character. <laughs> give me a second. Mm-hmm, Can mm-hmm. you give me some folia for that, Eric? Yeah, Brandon, here, I'm putting on one gold chain. Okay. Clink, clink, clink. And then I'm putting on another gold chain on top of the same gold chain. Clink. Cool. And then I'm putting a small gold chain, but it has a very large Jesus on it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm putting on a, a, a like a kind of a a turtleneck chain that covers all of it. A turtleneck oh. chain? Yeah, just like, like a golden know, collar. Yeah, kind of a golden collar. I click that into place. More Italians would look cool if they wore those. There yeah. you go. Get at me. Listen to this podcast, Italians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can call up Salmoni. You have his number. Yeah, of course I have his number. Yeah, um, he has a ringback tone uh, from Lincoln Park. Jay Z's numb. Oh no! Why? Encore. Do you want more? Brooklyn with the Brooklyn Park. Val considers hanging up, but doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes to voicemail, and it says, "Hey, you read Salamone's phone? I'm probably out doing stuff. That's none of your business. Give me the digits. Also, Ma, don't call this phone. All right. <laughs> All right. Wait. How do I? How do I turn it on? Where? Is it? Do- is it off? Wait, damn, fuck, <laughs> beep. Val just leaves a message and it's like, Hey, you owe me for almost killing me last time I saw you. Also call your mother. Bye. Um, while you're in the middle of that message, you get a call from, from an unlisted number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Val hangs up and answers that call. Uh, this is Salamone's phone, Salamone speaking. Do you not have caller ID? Do you not know who is calling? You also, you called me. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember who's calling who. I. What am I? What am I? The encyclopedia? That makes no goddamn sense. All right. <laughs> I need a favor because you owe me. Because last time you saw me, you tried to kill me. Mm, that's right. That is the entire basis of. Organized crime, that's fair. You, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. That's so, fair. Uh, quid pro quo, you know? Yeah. I had a cousin named Quid Pro Quo. <laughs> Yo, Quid? Love Quid. Quid E! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my second, my second cousin, Quid Pro Quo. Fucking love Quid. How's he doing? <laughs> yeah, he, he moves to Staten Island. Oh, he he's married. A nice, nice he's house. married now. Yeah. He's still doing the bookkeeping? Yeah, he is. And, All right. I mean, it's real. It's really more of a way for him to get closer to the ponies. But you know, Quid's a good I, kid. I understand. Love that Quid. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm probably like not necessarily gonna need your help, but in like a worst case scenario where I might need your help, you want to like help me from not getting arrested, maybe. Mmm. Look at Volcani. Running from getting arrested. I thought that was your job. You mean your job? I thought that was... Your job was arresting... I don't arrest anyone. 
So you just punch people, and yeah. then we'll, and then like they they're like, oh, I'm so punched, I gotta go to the police. <laughs> I don't care what they do after I punch them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are family. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, why don't know? Sounds fun. Cool. Like uh, this is like taking someone who just uh, who just got a rosary and then being like, oh, you want to go do whippets in the, in the parking lot? <laughs> it's great. Like you haven't done that at someone's communion before. That was listen. That's freshman year of high school. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you've really that. grown since then. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, sure. Just uh, if you're the cops are on your tail, I'm I'm here for you. What? Okay. Uh, why are you calling me? You're not. Uh, because you have an expertise in not getting caught by the cops somehow. No, it's extremely true. I just uh, I know you have people in higher places than me, so I figure uh, you you could ask them, but uh. Okay, you want to cash in your favor on it almost. That's all right. I'll take it. All right. Uh, mm. Just like, you know, do me a favor tomorrow. Be in the general downtown area, and if I drop you a pin, go to that location and make some fucking noise. Mm. Sounds good. I like it. Right. Hey, uh, you know, if you see your dad any time around, uh, I don't know if he's taking Delta orders or not, but I could use some. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. All right. You don't have to tell him now. Just whenever you see him. Yeah, okay. All right. Did you like my ring back tone? <laughs> Hung up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon, will you make a history check for me? I will. 13 plus 5 for 18. Wonderful. I think that your dad remembers to call you the night before as like well, like have fun on the heist but also he reminds dad don't say this stuff out loud stop talking about it he called you through the secret tuna app has as a voice calling feature and he, he uh, gives you as much information as he can remember about him being there so the building itself looks very unassuming from the outside, but there are some levels that I think that he can tell you. Uh, Milo's going to say, Dad, can you say this in all, uh, you know, slightly adjacent metaphoric language so I have possible deniability? Sure. All right, well then, so I'm going to say, well, I want to tell you about this sandwich I had. <laughs> and the sandwich goes up, and I can tell you about the top of the sandwich, but below the sandwich, I don't know much about. <laughs> <laughs> so assume I'm talking about a sandwich the whole time. Okay. So you guys are going to go in on level one, which is the lobby. There are two levels above that. There's level two and level three that has the offices. And Brandon, that's where you went. Oh, uh, that's where Milo went when he snuck in during the time loop. Making a note on level two, probable leftover cake. <laughs> yeah, level three is above that, and that's where the executive suites are. Um, there's also a roof, which is interesting because you cannot see the roof from the actual building. Like, there's roof access. Like, that's odd. Like, it's it doesn't look like anyone ever goes on the roof, especially for it being such, like, a small building. Like, in the downtown, you'd think that people would be able to, like, look down on it from there. But no one ever says anything about a roof on the OTA building. Is it, There's, like, a cloaking feature on the whole yeah, roof? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then there are things that go below. Your dad says that there is a basement one and basement two. So you could start looking there. But he, that's all he can tell you about what's below. He's not really sure what's down there. Because, again, they might have reshuffled stuff, especially after he left. Because, like, he was kind of like the second in command of the OTA. 
he's not exactly sure who replaced him, but, you know, he knows that they're like a real beast from another department. So I'm not really sure. And I think your dad says, okay, so good luck. Have fun. Be safe. Have fun. Be safe. Have fun, be safe. Be safe doing what? Eating a sandwich? This makes no sense, Dad. I'm going to have, have fun be- being eating the sandwich, which is so delicious that the government might come after you. <laughs> <laughs> the the extra toasted edges of the sandwich might tear the roof of my mouth. I see what you mean. Exactly. Now put tuna on. I have to talk about the campaign strategy. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now let's cut back to the three of you and Lou are standing out in front of the OTA on the other side of the street. You guys ready to heist? Eric, I'm never ready to heist. (laughs) Are you the government? If so, no. If not, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, dog. If I wear a baseball hat, will I be invisible? Yeah, you gotta wear a a baseball hat that has no logo on it and sunglasses and you're fine. Mm -hmm. Quick table talk question for you. How do we want to utilize the teens? Do we want to like go in as the teens chaperones and then like once they gain access to areas that aren't the lobby, then we can split off or your question is like should Brandon and I be on the field trip or like sneaking in? Right. Or am I going to like, you know, have an argument with the secretary to let us in for the field trip and you guys sneak into the offices during that? Yeah, it's not a sure bet that the team's going to be let in. Otherwise, it would be really easy to, like, peel off during a tour. But, yeah, I, I think if, if y'all create a distraction, then either, you know, one of us can go to the roof. I can try to delay the land and, like, find some kind of side or service entrance. Like, part of me wants to divide and conquer. Part of me wants to all be in the field trip together. So I, I can go either way. Okay. I have a couple ideas. One, I can cast basically gaseous form on all of us if we want to, but that's really slow. Um, Eric, would you say there's anyone with plant powers within this group of teens? That's a good question. I did want to talk about the, how we're going to use the group of teens. So if there is something you're looking for, we will roll on it to see if, uh, how powerful they are or if there is something exactly what you're looking for. So why don't... What check would this be? I think it would just be straight up luck, right? So I think if there's something you're looking for, Brandon, you can roll roll a d20 for me and tell me what you get. I was thinking about using like transport via plants like unknowingly with this person, but it does say large or larger inanimate plant, but like is there an inanimate plant on the person? If there were a plant powered individual there? Yes. If okay, you okay. wanted there to be a plant child and the plant and they would do that, be like, Lol, check this shit out for the vine and then they make a tree. Like they could do that. <laughs> Okay, cool. V- Vine never died in this universe. Yeah, Vine's still around, but it's Dr. Morrow's face. <laughs> uh, I'm going to roll, but I also have this thing called Find the Path, which a spell that allows me to find the shortest, most direct physical route to a specific fixed location. Sure. Pretty cool. <laughs> Love that. Which is a waste of like a level six spell, but whatever. <laughs> is that a waste? Eric, how does a natural 20 sound to you? Does that sound good? <laughs> All the children have whatever powers you want, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon specifically, whatever you want. <laughs> okay, yeah, dog. Um, here's something fun. While you four are standing on the other side of the street, and Lou's like, "So, what are we? Are we waiting for something? Like, where? Where are the kids? Where? Where are the the college students? Uh, you see that a gaggle of college students walk up, and Val, you must have missed this, and maybe this is one of their friends, but like." A living tree person is in the group of, of college students, 
And, like, you can see, like, one of the kids is kind of just, like, swinging from one of their branches. They're like, oh, yeah, having a tree giant as a roommate fucking slaps. <laughs> you look at the list, and Rosebeard has signed up uh, to be part of the field trip college student at SUNY LTC. I love that name. What a cool name. They are large size, so they're, they're like 10 feet tall. I will also say all of the doors, luckily, because of the head of the OTA, all of the doors are at least 12 feet tall, so this is actually perfect <laughs> for them. Cool, cool. So my thought here is that, Julie, if you're leading the group, mm-hmm. you can go in, we can have a bug in our ears, and you can alert us when it's a good time for me and... Um, Multi-tool. Stretchy pants can <laughs> <laughs> transport in. So I think Volcani is just going to like bring those kids over and be like, I just wanted to introduce you guys to Multi-Tool and Killanova before we do the tour. I figured they would be good people for you guys to meet. Oh, hell yeah. I'm not going to tell you my name because my parents don't know how to do this. <laughs> but that was really cool that you did that. That's fine. If you have like a nickname or a code name that you want to give us, that's also okay. We don't have to like tell people our real names. Not everyone here is unmasked, and Volcani <laughs> gives the two of them a look. <laughs> uh, my nickname is Big D. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Did you make that one up for yourself? <laughs> yeah, my yeah, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to see if it would catch on. But yeah, you could you meet all the college students. They ask you questions about if you guys have an internship. Um, what's January like up close? And uh, Rosebeard uh, offers very large wooden high fives. Tight. Nice. Well, all right, kids, we are going to, uh, we're going to go start the tour. Everyone can follow me into the building. Have a, have a good time. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you. We'll just be here uh, the whole time. We'll, uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> and they don't say anything because they don't really care about friends of yours. So they just yeah. kind of wave and walk away. Well, they're, they're fellow superheroes that they might want to at some point do the big super little super program with. So That's right. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, you get a lot of, you get like a business card. You yeah. get a lot of text messages from phones you don't recognize. <laughs> uh, Volcani and the teens can go on in. And now we cool. also have plausible deniability about where we were during this time. Yeah, very true. Very true. Wonderful. Brandon, this is more of a mechanics question. Can you also bring people along with transport via plants? Anyone who touched the plant. Yeah. So Lou oh, also. fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, then. Let's go. That's a <laughs> great spell. I love this. This is awesome. I love this. While we're outside, mm-hmm. I would love to just do a perception check on the outside of the building, um, specifically if there's any like fire exits or entrances or like a basement exit or entrance that I can see anything apart from the main lobby. What does Lay of the Land do? Your multi-tools? Background. The background I've always had since episode one's campaign. Lol. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So this is that I one get advantage on perception checks when outdoors, cool. and two I get more details if I'm trying to identify what's wrong or out of place in the environment. Got it. Give me that advantage roll. Okay. First roll seventeen. Also a seventeen. Wow. Yikes. Uh, plus six. So how does a twenty three smell? Sounds smells pretty good to me. How does it smell? How does it smell? Uh, it smells like get fucked, Eric. It smells like money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that money cash. Um, let's see. There aren't uh, like fire ladders and exits. It's very much a concrete stone edifice. But uh, you do see that on the second floor, uh, there is a window open. Hmm. Oh, ho. <laughs> I don't like the like placid smile Eric has on his face right now. <laughs> He's like, there's a window open. Nothing weird about that. As uh, Hank told Milo, that's where kind of the main offices are. And you can see that there are there is like lobby, 
level two, level three, that seems very clear to you that like that's not obscured in any sort of way. This is a cube. It's a three-story building. It's a, it is a cube three-story building. Like that's not tricky in any sort of way. What do we think, guys? Do you want to stretch up there and see if you can see anything? Yeah, I think that without really pausing to contemplate, Aggie is going to just casually uh, stretch from her legs all the way up and peer in the window. I love that. In my head, Aggie's just kind of like whistling while she does this. Oh, yeah, she's looking around. Oh, oh a tree. Nice. Just oh, getting a, a good stretch in. Oh, yeah, just a good stretch. You whistle, but it sounds like a slide whistle when you stretch. <laughs> <laughs> so Aggie goes, uh, make an investigation check for me. 12 plus 4 for 16. Um, I'm going to cast Guidance on you as well, so you can have a, a 1d4. Oh, thanks. Plus 2, 4, and 18. 18. As you stretch up, you, you the window is not just open, open. There seems to be a grate that is on top of it, uh, and also like a, like a screen. But you are looking into a supply closet. The supply closet has various office stuff in there, and the door is closed. I'm going to turn my head... Wink at Milo, and then uh, become a puddle. <laughs> I'm going to pour myself in the window onto the floor of the supply closet. Oh, my God. Incredible. What do, remind me, what is that? So this is my new stretchy form called Fluid State, which is essentially that I can do gaseous form. But instead of a gas that floats, I am a liquid that slooshes. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, you sloosh in through the grate. Yep. In, like gooey Yep. Into oh the supply closet. Mm -hmm. In the supply closet, yeah, you look around. There is a, uh, it's just a lot of like pens, pencils, regular office stuff. But you also see uh, on the bottom of the metal, metal shelving, there is an introductory packet for new recruits. Can I like goo it? Can I like goo it open? Can I read it? I'm picturing two googly eyes floating in a, in a smooshed aggie puddle. Like a ditto? Yeah, yeah like a ditto. I'm exactly. also envisioning a ditto. <laughs> it's just two eyes, a smile as <laughs> you're going around. Yeah, you could prop it up and read it if you'd like. Yeah, what do we got? Hell yes. In the introductory packet, it's just a really a folder, and it says welcome. Everything we tell you now is a secret. <laughs> there is an org chart, so with Indun at the top. Below that is uh, uh, Golden Feathers, who is uh, head agent. Is that a code name or their real name, or do we not know? That's all it says is Golden Feathers, cool. and then below it says head agent. Cool. There's also a map of the building with kind of just some introductory like descriptions of everything. So on level three is the executive suite, auxiliary offices, electrical, and IT. Um, on level two are the main cubicles, the kitchen. Uh, there are the meeting rooms and the supply closet, which you're in. On level one is the lobby, where sometimes, and then there's like a little paragraph about sometimes they give tours. Um, and there's some like, you know, for the public galleries. That is also where the elevator bank is. And the, there's a security station and security room on level one. There's also, then they say, like, there are also basement levels that you will be called down to if needed. Label B1 and B2. B1 is the uh, the visitor suites for people who are out of town uh, who can come and stay at the OTA. B2 are the uh, Al Gore Memorial Meeting Rooms. What? Did He's Al Gore die? 
It's just named the. I don't know what to tell you. That's what it's named. <laughs> you know, he canonically lives in Lake Town City. They're just remembering his contributions. Yeah. No, what if what if the Al Gore that we know, guys, is a robot? That would make sense why he's so <laughs> hyper focused on climate change. Yeah. And then below that, there is a level called HS. HS, uh, they say, like it's like you do not have clearance to HS. If you find yourself there, immediately turn back. This, is, this would just be complicated for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's real mean. Yeah. Printed in a pamphlet. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's printed in the pamphlet. Is there also like a, sometimes there's like, you know, these pamphlets have like versions, like in when it was last updated. Sure. Well, Julia, without, before we roll anything, my thought is if Hank Lane's name is not included in this, and if this person, Golden Feathers, is there instead, I'm thinking this is the updated version. I was thinking the exact same thing. Smart. Cool. Smart. That's a great point. Amanda said what I was going to say. Woo! Sherlock. Uh, Aggie over here. So you can assume sometime after Hank left, this was updated. Okay. And then, oh, and then also in the folder, there is a, kind of looks like a like an old Subway coin. I don't know if you've seen this before, but it's kind of like the size of a quarter. It's gold, and it kind of has the stamp of what looks like kind of a, well, a ghost cat, I guess the only thing I can say is there, the ghost cat what? is stamped uh, into this coin. Oh my god, did did Hank like make Tuna the like unofficial mascot of this fucking mm, I did so many <sighs> photo shoots. They were secret. <laughs> so that that is like taped on the folder. I want to take it. Yeah, take, take it. it. All right. Sure. Does this folder have anyone's like name on it? Does it say like, you know, like on a script where it says, you know, X's script? No, because this is in the supply closet. This has like all of the names are like have blank. So these are just like kind of Spare ones. Great, excess ones. They are spare ones that will be given to new agents as they join. Wonderful. Brandon, do you want to do anything? Or uh, Amanda, do you want to go back? Like, I, where are you guys at? And then we'll go over to college kids. I would suggest coming back so we can... My thought is Wakani will find the best point of entry for us. And then we can transport in. I think if Aggie's already in the building, risking having her come back is... I don't know. I don't want to split up too early if we can avoid it, you know? I think there's a lot of ground to cover, though. I don't know. Because, like, part of me is just, like, I want information very badly. And so, like, having someone who's already up near the executive suites and also could figure out what the fucking mystery of the roof is would be very exciting and very good. That's true. Yeah. While we try to handle the basement. Okay. But I want it on the record that I suggested not spoiling enough, so when we all get killed individually, it's on Julia. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll take it. Sorry, thank you for reminding me. There's also a note when, on all the levels. It says, roof access will also be provided with a manager. You will be oriented sometime in the next two weeks. Mm. Thank you for reminding me. All right. Just table talk very quick. I want to run through like things that we probably should do mm-hmm. once we're all in the building. Doing something about security, number one. Whether that is cutting the power, which I think, Amanda, you're already on the floor with the power, correct? Power is on level three. It's one above me. All right, well, you're closest at this point. Or we should somehow take out the security room. I think it needs to be more targeted, because if we just cut power, then, like, it's a secret of government agency. They're going to panic, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's wise to talk about, but I also fear that any sort of anomaly, like, they would definitely have protocols to just, like, shut everything down and prevent egress. So I think that 
like if the tour group is a perfect red herring for you to like gather information from what you can see and to just like literally be in the building and be allowed to be there like if any of us like i could picture a scenario where you know either me or milo are kind of like being chased and then we can be like what like we're here for the tour like what are you talking about like it it's a good kind of potential escape route because i also think it's gonna be hard to get out of here yeah i also have like fucking great sleight of hand so i can be like pickpocketing shit or sliding things off of yeah. desks yeah i was gonna suggest right, cool. someone try to swipe a access card or something right okay Lou is also going to join the tour group because Lou's like, yeah, I look 18. Yeah. <laughs> and Val just writes the, her name on the list being like, yeah, you're on the list now. Hell yeah. College credit. College credit. Yeah. Do we want to put Lou in that situation where Lou is like confirmed to be there? Like, wouldn't Lou want to stay off a record and like have the alibi of being outside? I think Lou would say, like, no, like, would it make sense for me to go with kids who are my own? Like, I have an alibi. I'm I'm on this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm on this thing. That no is your no- alibi. Cool. Yeah. We got separated from the group. My bad. Also, yeah. uh, no facial recognition has ever seen my face. So I think that I'm good. That's okay. fucking tight. As Lou, Lou makes eye contact with Milo and then, like, touches an invisible button and shifts through, like, five different faces that she could be. No, nah, see, I'm fine. Lou, we that need, we need some of those thing. at some point. Yeah. BT dubs. <laughs> no, um, it's mine. You can't have it. I will pay you $40. Oh. Millennials are so, so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Eric. I am having really good feelings about 2022 so far. I know that, like... Nothing has changed in terms of, like, everything going on, but I feel like everyone is meeting it head-on. We're prepared, we are stronger, have a little bit more defenses than we did before, and we know a lot more. 2022 can definitely be our year. Welcome to the mid-roll. You can make fun of me and clip this if I'm totally wrong, but I'm feeling good so far. Thank you to all of our patrons, especially the new ones, like Dr. Targaryen, Sophia, Joshua, Heart Attack 87, Richie, Frederic, Colin, Kristen, and Cecilia. 2022, we are so grateful for all of you who are supporting Join the Party. If you want to be a part of the nicest, kindest, and dice-eatingest community on the internet, you got to join the Patreon at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. You get Discord access, you get party planning episodes, you get playlists, you get early episodes, and a whole lot more. And I gotta say... This might be the best time to join because change is on the horizon and we need every single Patreon member to make this into a reality. More to come soon. Watch out on the next Bad Tuesday. A campaign is coming. Join at patreon.com slash join the party pod. I also think you should check out all the other shows that are part of the Multitude Collective. I think you'd like the newest Olympian. Is Percy Jackson the YA series we should have been reading all along instead of that other one with magic? Probably. Join Mike Schubert, a first-time PGO reader, on his quest to find out in the newest Olympian. Each week, Mike chats with a longtime Percy Jackson fan to cover a portion of the series. They'll recap the plot beat by beat, dive into the Greek mythology, and sing the praises of Percy's incredible snark. New episodes every Monday. Oh, and you can pair that with Spirits that's doing Greek mythology right now. That's awesome. 
is that you have multiple podcasts to listen to. That's great. So you can search for The Newest Olympian and Spirits in your podcast app or go to thenewestolympian.com to start listening. We are sponsored this week by Monk Pack. Monk Pack offers low-sugar, keto-friendly bars, which are plant-based, gluten-free, and non-GMO. They're the perfect snack for anyone who's trying to eat better or cut back on sugar and carbs without sacrificing taste. Listen, I'm a snacky boy. I always have been. Even back in high school, I did a ton of extracurriculars, and my mom would, like, jam granola bars into my bag to remind me to eat, even though I was, like, a teenager and running around in an infinite energy. And eating one of these Monk Pack bars reminded me of those granola bars that I would eat when I was in high school. Like, the Kudos bars are, they were just, they're just so delicious, and the fact that this might actually be, like, a little good for me is really nice. So get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting MonkPack.com and entering Join the Party at checkout. Monk Pack is so confident in their product. It is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, just exchange it or refund the money, whatever you prefer. Monk Pack has your back in terms of snacks. To get started, go to MonkPack.com. That's M-U-N. K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product, put in Join the Party at checkout, and save 20% off your purchase. We are also sponsored by Athletic Greens. I am surprised every single winter how dark it gets so early in the day and how sleepy I get like right at 5 p.m. because it's dark all of a sudden. Our environment affects us in all kinds of ways, and lots of people take multivitamins or supplements to help make sure their bodies get all the nutrients they need to stay healthy. If you do, it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body can absorb, and not like, with mushrooms that will give you powers and might have side effects, you know. Uh, who can say? Whatever the story might be telling or whatever. So you can check out Athletic Greens, which is a convenient way for you to get lots of supplements just in one scoop. Get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free trial packs with your first purchase at athleticgreens.com slash join the party. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash join the party. And finally, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We have talked about BetterHelp a lot on the show, and we have used the character of the Bone Witch to talk about it because, you know, there's some stigmas around mental health, and I didn't feel, like, all that comfortable being like, yeah, therapy, mental health, putting myself out there with my own personal experiences. Because, like, many people think therapy's for quote-unquote crazy people, but therapy doesn't mean any of that. If you recognize that all people have emotions and we need to learn how to figure out those emotions and deal with them and how, like, humans interact with each other and might not know that they hurt each other's feelings and aren't able to like express that, then you can just go to therapy to talk to someone who is unbiased and able to talk to you in a kind way. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy and you're, you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people and one bone witch have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Join the Party listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Join the Party. That is B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Join the Party. And now, back to the show. Hell yes. All right. So what do you guys want to yeah, do? I would love to go to the roof and then try to go to the very basement. Okay. Yeah, I think that's probably our best bet. Yeah. Cool. 
I also rolled a two, and you don't hear anyone coming. You see it's pretty silent on level two. Tight. Get up to that roof, Aggie. See what's up there. Yeah, I mean, once I, like, float the coin toward the pocket of my one of my many pockets, <laughs> um, I'm going to I'm going to slide under the, the door and continue to, like, puddle my way toward the elevator. Sure. Yeah. You sloosh under the door and there's just a little aggy puddle flowing down these like cubicle gray two dollars. Industrial gray carpet. Two dollars a square uh, carpet. Yeah. Just picking up lint as you're sloshing. God, it's so linty. All right, uh, Volcani leading a gaggle of college students and Lou, uh, you walk into the lobby, the front doors of the Office of Technology Assessment with the, tr- the leaves of rose beard just brushing against the ceiling. Inside of the lobby, it, kinda, it looks like a fairly standard like office lobby. It's uh, large and cavernous with mar- lots of marble and like materials that when you uh, walk on them with high heels, it definitely goes click, clack, click, clack. There is a very large water feature over to the side with kind of just some general bushes and indoor plants. Uh, flora. It kind of it is like a large waterfall that comes from the top of the ceiling and goes like all the way down and splooshes into like some jagged rocks at the bottom. It's it's quite majestic, honestly. Does the waterfall span multiple floors or is it just like a like a tall ceiling to lobby? It is a tall ceiling lobby. Good question. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Uh, there is a security desk up in the front where, like, you need to scan your key card and then eventually they, and they'll let you in. One of those automated stuff. You see there's also, like, a, that gallery that Aggie described off to the side. And uh, you see that there is an elevator bank kind of, like, past the uh, the security guard desk. Okay. All the kids are looking around, taking photos. Sometimes they're in them. Sometimes it's just like, check out that marble. Nice. And they're kind of just like all all looking around, waiting for someone with authority to tell them what to do next. Cool. I think Val is going to like approach the security desk or the like secretary's desk or what have you. Sure. And be like, hi, uh, we're from SUNY LTC. We're here for the tour. There is a uh, a black woman wearing a smart black suit with her hair up. She has like a chunky pearl necklace on, and she has like really nice orange manicured yes. fingernails, and it it just looks so good. Like the nice the nice click clacking on the keyboard as she's typing. She's looking sharp. This woman is looking sharp. I love her. She's my new favorite. <laughs> Being like, oh wow, thank you. Uh, did not know there was a a what kind? What what is this? Uh, it's an extracurricular like field trip for this college group. I, okay. I have, I think, I have emails like saying that we had a tour today. And, like shows like an email with like a calendar date set for today. So yeah, can I see that? Yes, and it's something that Hitomi like either planned or put together. Sure, give me a deception check. Uh, my specialty. Oh no. Eric, Eric, yeah. Eric. It is mm-hmm. a nat 20. <gasps> Yay! Oh, yeah! uh, plus seven? Oh man. Oh, this poor lady at work. <laughs> oh, I got this lady at work. Yeah, I think that you show it and she's like, um, yeah, just give me a second. I don't have anything on my computer, but there's no one really here. Huh. There's a there's a field day happening. Like everyone in the almost everyone is is there. Uh 
she kind of she looks around and she's like, I am getting time time and a half to work this. Uh, you know what? You deserve it. Thank you. I, I appreciate. It. I I could I could use it. Um. So You're my doing a manager. Great job. Th- I'm just, listen. I'm just trying. My manager isn't here. Isn't nearby. So let me see if I can message them. Oh, but you know they're not gonna get. They're not gonna have their phone on them. They are really intense about the three-legged race. Yeah. So. <laughs> Any extra gram of weight will slow them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, yeah, they go, they go, quote, zero dark 30 as, <laughs> oh, uh, no. while they're going to do that. So, yeah, I mean, uh, who, do, um, who is supposed to give lead the tour? Is it, do you have Michelle or is Devin supposed to do it? I think it was supposed to be Devin. Oh, it's supposed to be Devin. Of course, he didn't write it on the calendar. Yeah. Okay. Um, I kind of got what? that vibe that maybe he's like sometimes a little disorganized while we were setting this up. But like, you know, the problem is these kids are kind of booked for field trips for the rest of the semester. So it's, we can't really like reschedule. Sure. Yeah. And they were all so excited to come here, you know? You know what? Let me look Hard into cut this. to the kids just like bored. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how much money did it take for that water? Is that tax dollars? Is that what taxes are? That's what taxes go? <laughs> <laughs> they point to the waterfall. Um, you know what? I'm just going to let you through, and then I'm going to keep looking into who's supposed to be doing this for. So you just come on. She, like, opens the gates so you don't have to scan anything. She just kind of, like, opens, like, the security gate and kind of just, like, ushers all of you in inside as she she's going to keep trying to, to contact who's supposed to. Uh, who's supposed to lead this? So just just wait here. Um, we're gonna. I'll, I'll figure this out. Just give me a few minutes. Yeah, absolutely. So I think Val's like turns to the rest of the kids, being like, "All right, everyone, come on through this way, please, please, and thank you." Yeah, they just like shuffle through. Right, and then I think once they're around, like through the gate, basically, I think Val is gonna like kind of walk around to the back of this woman's desk and be like, "Listen, I really appreciate it. I don't want to have to make you work like more than you really have to, and I appreciate you taking the time to try to figure this out." Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, Gentle soldier. Pass. Yeah, no. Basically, I want to get into a position where I could swipe her security card key. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I appreciate it. It's just you know I'm kind of here by myself, so kind of a skeleton crew happening. So yeah. it's the best I can do. Well, if there's anything I can help you with to make this like a little bit easier, just let me know. Listen, I work with in customer service. I understand. So yeah. Uh, Got it. It's superheroing, like customer service. Really, superheroing is customer service when you think about it, because we are like providing a service, and you know sometimes people, when we're providing that service, a lot of times people are in like not the best position in life. You know. Sure. Sure. Um, make a sleight of hand check. Yeah, of course. Twenty-three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. The woman at the front, she gets like a, a Slack message and she's like, oh, you know what? I might have something here. And yeah, there is just like, I don't know if it's hers necessarily. You know, with the 23, it's not hers. It's just like a, someone left their, their, their key card on the desk. Just like one of the generic ones that just works. Yeah. This is the desk card. So I think you can just great. You can just swipe it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, you are inside with a key card. Right. I think one of the, I think one of the kids are just like, hey, where's the bathroom? Yes, uh, I, I will, like, do you guys have gender-neutral bathrooms? Like, what's the situation bathroom-wise here? Yeah, there's just, like, a, a bank of single-stall bathrooms. Uh, if you go down there, past the elevator bank, and then across from the security room, 
Um, there's just like all those bathrooms are over there. Great. Awesome. Uh, all right. Jeremy, we're going to go over there. Let's go. Okay. And then uh, Devin will be with you in a few. As soon as I get in touch with him, Devin will come down. I'm not really sure when, though. Great. Uh, if I'm not back, because you, you don't know Jeremy, but Jeremy takes <laughs> a while in the bathroom. He calls it appointments. <laughs> anyway, uh, so if we're not back immediately, just, just have Devin take the group ahead and we'll catch up. Totally. It's fine. Do your thing. You know what? I'm actually going to take the group to the bathroom because, you know... Even if you don't have to go now, you're going to have to go later, so you might as well try now, everyone. All right. Everyone, come on. Bathroom time. <laughs> bathroom time. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to lead the group around the corner of uh, the bathroom, so you walk past, as I said, there's single stalls kind of across from the security room. Can you make a perception check for me real quickly? Oh, not my specialty. Come on. No, four. Four total? I have a plus zero to perception, <laughs> so yeah, four total. All right, uh, roll again. Oh, no. Okay, that was better. That's a 17. All right, as you walk over to the bathroom with a group of kids, you see that the security room is across, and you see that there's this kind of like, uh, you know, there's just some people milling around in like, you know, dark blue jumpsuits that have uh, have like security emblazoned on them. And uh, you also see hanging out in there are... The sommelier and hard body. What? The sommelier apparently has decided that her new outfit is just like little black dress that it's impossible that you can do anything in, but it's very impressive that you're doing something in. There's like slits on the sides of the dress so she can move both of her legs easier um, and exposing her whole leg for pulling things out of it. And uh, hard body is wearing a casual all black jumpsuit with like... Steve Buscemi faces on it, but they're also black, so you can only see it when you're looking really close at it. <laughs> like tone-on-tone Buscemi Yeah, print? like it's black-on-black black Buscemi. <laughs> Eric, how dare you put her in an outfit that I want to wear? <laughs> it's also very similar because Sharon and Redwine wore the Buscemi outfit when you first saw her at the museum put together by Ryan Zorn, but that was like Buscemi on white, but this is black-on-black black Buscemi. <laughs> So you see them hanging out in the in the security room. Um, I also rolled a four, and then I rolled lower than that. So uh, they are kind of just like chatting up with the security and like hard bodies, just like so. Like, what do you guys do for fun? <laughs> paintball, usually paintball. <laughs> we do a lot of paintball. Do I want to send in one of the kids who recognizes hard body to distract them? Not a bad idea. Great idea. Okay. Who's the most annoy- annoying kid from the meeting that I remember? Like, pestering hard body. Uh, roll a d20. 16. Uh, with a 16, uh, there's a kid who has uh, the power to just make uh, fireworks. <laughs> and, Jubilee, uh, do you want to go in there? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Be like, what? Why would I do that? Uh, do you remember hard body from the, when you met me? Oh, yeah, the one who did government contracts. Yeah, she sucked, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you want to go, like, fucking pester her? Because she's right in that room over there. I mean, I guess. Like, what do I get for it? Community service credit? (laughs) Can I have, like, $60? Yes, here. (laughs) About his hands over $60 immediately. Like, that's pocket change. Take the fucking money, kid. Sorry, did I say $60? I meant $100. Peels off two more 20s and just hands it to her. <laughs> Great. Cool. Great. 
Uh, oh my god, M- uh, Mrs. Hardbody, do you want to see what I can do? Val <laughs> <laughs> just peels off two more 20s to give to her later. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Val texts Milo, like, while this happened, be like, why are you. When. I, the, I knew the meeting was today. When it, it wasn't on the calendar. You're starting now? I wanted to help. I could help you with. I could be a part of the thing. Stop exploding things. Uh, and Milo's gonna touch a bush outside of the building and walk through it. Uh, hey, make a uh, spirit search check for me, man. Ooh. I thought that was a one for a second, but it's a seven. Ooh, oh, Brandon. Wow. Oh, Brandon. What are you on now? I'm on to four. Wonderful. Okay. What does it look like when you use travel vial plants w- with your ghost powers? Um, I think it's more like a ghost portal for flavor wise. Like I think it's he kind of like pulls living energy from a plant, and then can you like be- go-, go ghostly energy into the place you touch the plant, zoom through its roots, through the root system of all plants that touch each other, up into the other plant? Yes, I love that. Okay, yes. So what happens is Milo sort of like turns into ghostly energy form. And sort of goes into the plant and sort of like you see the little ghostly whispers fill each leaf. And then that energy sort of goes through the roots and then through the underground into the roots of the other plant. And then uh, he pops back out. Like how we thought emails worked in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to say Tuna says that was just like Laser Floyd. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. You just you floomp in and you pop out the back of, uh, of Rosebeard. And I'm going to immediately try to, like, hide behind a wall or something. Like, immediately try to, like, be hidden. Hell yeah. Make a stealth check for me. This is a very cool spell. Another seven. Seven plus three for ten. Or I'm going to cast guidance on myself, too, then. Eleven. Um, you, like, yeah. roll out tying your shoe. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I love, yeah, you fall out and then you immediately get down and tie and tie your shoe. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, the explosions are, are happening in the security You look around and you, you seem like you aren't made. So uh, there's still explosions happening in the security room. And uh, I think the Somalia is just like, can we not do Fourth of July right now in here? Can we not do this? I think, and then you see uh, the sommelier like reaches down to their thigh and pulls out like a blanket and like is gonna throw it over, throw it over this college student. What I would like to do is sort of like walk quickly towards Volcani, do a quick handoff of the key card, and is there either a? I imagine there's like a doorway where in the lobby where like no one's allowed to enter unless you're an employee past that, or is it the key card gets to be on the elevator? Good question, Brandon. The key card gets you in the elevator. The elevator bank is quite large. On the first floor, there is no employees only. There is are stairs if you would like to investigate that. But the uh, the elevator bank is kind of like a very large elevator bank, like six elevators uh, that go up and down. This kind of like an open lobby. But you've walked past that, and then there's there's a sign pointing towards stairs. If you continue and go to the left, cool. So Julia, do you want to go to the stairs with me? Yeah, I'm happy to pass you off. I was going to pass you the card anyway, because I'm going to stick with the group. You're going to stick with the group? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Then, yeah, then I'm going to cast really past myself that... in this heist, guys. What? I really enjoyed myself in this heist, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast past that trace with my, on myself and on Lou, grab the key card from Volcani, and make for the stairs. Wonderful. 
as you guys head down the hallway, uh, you see you can take a left, and uh, there's stairs. There's a stairs going up and a stairs going down. I don't think you have to make a stealth check here, uh, but as you go around, you see that someone is standing in front of the stairs that are that is going down. Um, there is also a sign that says agents and employees only next to the, the stairs that pointing down to B1. Um, it seems that there is a, a guy standing there. Guy has his uh, big floppy black hair pushed up with kind of like a basketball headband. He's also wearing very, very large and chunky like 80s style wraparound sunglasses that have like the like blue chrome reflecting back to you. He's also wearing like a blue jumpsuit that says security on it. Um, This guy's like six feet tall, but looks like five foot six because he's standing there very unconvincingly uh, in front of these stairs. He's also a white dude. (laughs) <laughs> Do an insight check on him, Brandon. Well, he here's, here's the problem, Eric, is I rolled a one on my spirit surge. Oh, no. Oh, buddy. I'm so sorry. All right, buddy. Roll me a d10. That's a 10, baby. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> fuck. Interesting. Fuck. So, pass without trace. You're the, the shadows protect you and Lou, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Are you just going to try to sneak past? Well, I was going to see. Look down at yourself. <laughs> make sure the spell worked. Yeah. Yeah, you look around. The spell worked. You were, caught, you were disguised in shadow. Does, does the elevator bank look clearer, or is that like in direct sight of the, the security woman? There is no one standing at the elevator bank because you need like key cards to get in. Um, while there is, in fact, this dude with this visor on, he is standing in front of the stairs. I think then that Milo would see that person and double back towards the elevator bank instead. Sure. Yeah, I would think, I think Milo would do that and he would uh, sort of zigzag through the the crowd of teenagers to be lost within them first and then go to the elevator bank. I think that like Lou is like trying to follow you and is like grabbing at your hand and being like, Killanova, what are we doing? Why, why didn't we go to the stairs? There was security there. I think this way is clear. When you open your mouth to say there was security there, loudly, very loudly, he goes, mm, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so stupid. I didn't look ahead for what would happen. And this is just scream. This is loud. This is very loud. Like the sound of just a cat yowling, but as but speaking. And you look up and there is like a ghost cat over your head. Not tuna. Totally different ghost cat. This one's very fluffy and is more fluff than cat. And it's just yowling on top of you, being like, mm, I should have looked where I was going. I'm so stupid. And I think, <laughs> honestly, might be a good distraction. <laughs> is the cat visible? No, the cat is invisible. And Lou's like, what? Why Why are you saying you're stupid? And only the cat is visible. It's a ghost cat, only visible to you. Is Brandon. it coming out of my mouth? It is coming. When you open your mouth to speak. Don't fucking talk. It is yelling over you. You are still saying what you're saying, but the cat is yowling over you. Shit. Damn. Luckily, this is still competing with in the security room, but back from where you came, you hear, Hey, is everything all right in there? Is someone uh, talking badly about themselves? (laughs) Who is saying that? It's coming from the stairs. Volkati just steps up and is like, I, unfortunately, you know, uh, depression really hits you in the college years, so a lot of these kids don't feel like they have a lot of self-worth. Don't worry, we're working on it. That's part of, uh, part of the program. 
<laughs> uh, stepping up is the the security guard with the visor and be like, ah, uh, excuse me. I just, I appreciate that you're going through this hard time as a youth, but could you not scream about it and how you're a bad, you're a bad man who's an idiot in a, this is an office? Who is, who is doing that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll take care of it. We're sorry for disturbing you, sir. Mm, I'm so dumb. No, uh, no, I <laughs> no, I don't, I don't open my mouth. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. That doesn't happen. Be like, okay, what, what's happening here? Can you explain this to me? Uh, we're a tour group. Go, go on. <laughs> Tell me more. We are a group from SUNY LTC. We are here to get a tour of the OTA. Uh... Interesting. Let me look. I can look on. I can look at my. Uh, he. I can look on, on my. Uh, my government issued iPad to check that. Let me see. Right. We had a meeting with Devin. He was supposed to give us a tour. We actually already kind of checked in with the woman in front. That's fine. I could just uh, check. I check it again. It's part of security. I go. Just I mean, you can it check it, but apparently Devin didn't put it on the calendar, and she's trying to contact Devin now to remind him that he has this appointment with us. Interesting. Okay, well, I can also look into that. Uh, you know, if you need me, my name is Judd. Three <laughs> three Ds. Mm-hmm. It's lovely to meet you, Judd. I am so glad that we uh, we are able to have this conversation. They call me Triple D. <laughs> No one calls me Triple D. <laughs> Only my family calls me Triple D. Do not call me that. I wasn't uh, going to. It's a family to. name. I wouldn't presume, sir. It's your, I, I come from a long line of Judkins. I'm Judd Judkins the fifth. Mm-hmm. So the only job this man could go into was security. A hundred percent. Brandon, are you guys sneaking down the stairs as he's talking to Val? No, I think I've, like, put a hand on Lou, and we're sort of, like, frozen behind the tree, 10-foot-tall tree person, just sort of, like, stopped. Please, their name is Rosebeard. Rosebeard, <laughs> thank you. Our best friend. All right, so I roll to see if the woman at the front desk, whose name is Charlene, by the way, uh, because I love her and she's my favorite NPC, uh, I've rolled to see if Charlene has put something on the calendar before Judd looks at his government-issued iPad, and uh, Judd rolled a 7, and Charlene rolled a 14. So Judd looks at his government-issued iPad. Because Charlene's good at her fucking job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, SUNY LTC walkthrough. Okay. Seems fine. (laughs) Thank you, sir. If you have any problems, just let me know. Uh, Are are all of your uh, students powered? Uh, several members of our group are powered, yes. Okay, well, if anything happens, just please, uh, call me. I'm here to help. I'm also, uh, a powered individual, so I can meet you. You know, I understand what's going on, and, uh, I, I think I'll be able to handle any situation that's happening here. You know what, sir? You seem like someone with a lot of wisdom. Would you ever want to come talk to the kids for one of the meetings? I would love that. I think I have a lot to share. I've gone through a journey myself. And I found, uh, I found uh, strength and understanding uh, through personal <laughs> pulling myself up by my own bootstraps. And also, I shoot eye beams out of my eyes. <laughs> That's incredible. Very, very cool. I uh, love Judd now. He's my favorite. <laughs> I think Val gets, like, a little closer to him and, like, kind of, like, under their breath is like, so, like, I, I don't know how you feel about them bringing in these freelancers to work 
security when clearly you have everything handled. I do have everything handled, but you know... Women superpowers <laughs> need to fulfill a quota. You know, you know how it is. Oh, I hate Judd again. <laughs> oh God, Val, Val like tries very hard not to react to that. <laughs> you know, Val just kind of nods, being like, "Well, I, w- I would hope that there's no animosity there because uh, clearly you have things handled, and uh, I wouldn't want them to be stepping in on your territory." You know. I- Absolutely. Honestly, the thing that the OTA does the most is prevent the woke mob from coming in and ruining what we have to do. So, oh, uh, no. you know, whatever has to happen. But again, I beams, I really can I really can just take care of it. Incredible. Great. If I take these glasses off, I will shoot you with the eye beams. So I'm going to need you to take a few steps back. You know what? I'm good, but thank you. Thank you. I would prefer not to be shot with eye beams. Anyway, kids, uh, half of you are done with the bathroom now, right? I also would prefer if you don't get shot by eye beams. So you have a good day. Every time you say an eye beams, I know you mean like eyeball beams, but this man also definitely says that jet fuel can't melt eye beams. Yeah, I know. And definite 9 11 truth there. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, Julia, has Val vibrated through the floor of the lobby at this point? <laughs> Have, are your fists small supernovas at this point? Um, I think Val has controlled their urges because there's children around yep. and this heist depends on them keeping their cool. Good job. Good job. You deserve hazard pay. <laughs> yes, I do. As soon as Judd starts walking back to his post, Milo's going to do some uh, hand motions to Lou and it's just like like a third base coach trying to get the person to come steal third and then uh, sneak off towards the elevator. I'm going to see if Lou got that. <laughs> uh, Lou rolled a 17. Lou's like, got it. Slide into third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, and yeah, you can head towards the elevator back. Great. Swipe my card and... Sure. There's there's no swipe on the outside. Is you hit the elevator and the you want to go up or down? I want to go down. Okay, you can go down. Uh, you hit the elevator button and the door opens, uh, and then the doors close. And inside is kind of regular chrome elevator bank. And it says, "Key card required for descending down." Swipe the card. Swipe the card. Uh, oh, actually, hold on, Eric. What does Doctor Viro's ID card do again? <laughs> <gasps> opens all bathrooms in Lake Town City. Brandon! <laughs> Do you want to try to swipe Dr. Morrow's card? Brandon! I suspect Hank Lane gave Dr. Morrow access, but I don't know if they provoked that. It was an OTA card, right? That's very likely. It's very likely that that opens all bathrooms at the Taffy stores and also every level of the OTA. Fuck. Brandon. So, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to... Swipe Dr. Morrow's card first and see what happens. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, you swipe it and it says, Cassandra, hello. Where would you like to go? There are buttons for lobby, level one. Level two, level three, R for roof. B1, B2, and HS. Is that highly secret? What does that mean? It, 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 it's not know? labeled. All right. Milo thinks hard back to his grade school learnings where they taught him a little bit of ASL and he tries to like, muddle through asking Lou, HS, what do you think? Lou says, I... I don't know. I don't want to mess up your whole heist thing. Wherever you want me to go, man. And Milo hits HS. Hell yes. Volcani, what are you doing? I'm just wrangling these children, and then I think once everyone has gone to the bathroom at least once, I think that 
Volcani's gonna go and check in with Charlene again and be like, uh, any updates on Devin? Uh, you know, I think Devin is at the field day. Yeah. So I'm not really sure why he would have been signed up with you. Uh, um, you know what? He probably just messed the days up and, you know, sure. he was like, this day's probably really important and was thinking of the field day instead of our tour. Yeah, you know? he's really into the pie eating contest. I would so be too. Like, yeah. You should see he puts away Blackberry like nobody's business. Now, listen, I don't want to put you in any sort of position where, like, you're doing things that you're not allowed to do, but is there any area of the building that I could just, like, walk the kids around and try to, like, just see a little bit of? Like, again, I don't want to put you in any position that would get you in trouble, or if there's someone that could, like, who isn't Devin could, like, give us a little tour? Yeah, I mean, you could definitely walk around level one, but would you like a tour guide? I mean, if you have one available, certainly. Why not? Sure. Um, yeah, I'll see. <laughs> Who's your if... lowest intelligence tour guide? <laughs> you know, there is not a lot of people around. I'm going to see who is. And Charlene clicks and clacks on, on her computer and says, you know what? Yeah, you want a special treat. Uh, there's actually uh, our head agent is here. And I think that they can give you a tour. Would you like that? I would love that. That would be so good. <laughs> Vowed to themselves to distract them for not finding my friends. <laughs> True. Yeah, I will see if they can if they can figure it out. That's what is really their name? Oh yes, uh, Agent Golden Feathers will be more than happy to show you around. Oh, awesome! I am. I'm so stoked. If you could call them like immediately, I'm sure the kids would be very very excited to meet them. Absolutely. That sounds wonderful. I will give, I will buzz them. I will give them a call. Charlene, you're the best. I'm going to recommend you for a raise. I don't know how it works around here, but you deserve that. If you could petition uh, Congress to give us more, more money in our secret budget, that would be great. You know what? I will talk to our senator and our house representative and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, the fact that we're paid out of the secret budget is honestly wild. I just don't really understand. It really just makes it harder to advocate for yourself, right? Exactly, exactly. Oh, you got you under... Thank you, Fulcani, for saving me from today. Charlene, you've saved me. Incredible, maybe I'm the superhero now. You are. You're the superhero to me, Charlene. <laughs> My superpower is customer service. <laughs> um, Amanda, what are, you, what are you up to? What's multi-tool up to? So you're sleuthing around level two. Uh, what do you want to do? Yeah, I'm making my way toward the elevator bank, and I am definitely keeping an eye out to see if anyone has, like, a key card that they keep at their desk when they're not supposed to or sure. a badge that's anywhere. But otherwise, my plan was to hit the elevator button and try to go to the roof. Sure. Why don't you make an investigation check for me while I roll something? That's a 17. Okay. Are you? How quietly are you doing this? I guess is my question to you. Silent. I am a puddle rolling lintily toward the elevator. Sure, make a stealth check. It just sounds like you're like rolling a lint roller slowly across carpet. Yeah, it does. Yeah. What does flubber sound like? Yeah. Huh? Uh, it's a fourteen. All right. With fourteen, I think that you sloosh over to someone's desk who's left their key card out. Uh, Barbara, 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 Barbara uh, has left her key card. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the OTA only hires alliteratively named people. Well, you know, everyone in comic book worlds only have alliterative <laughs> names, so unfortunately. That's Stanley's fault. Yeah. It is. Props. Um, yeah, you can sloosh up and you can grab her uh, her key card. And as you you sloosh up, you, you're sliming your way off on this desk and grabbing it. 
Hold on, I have to look some stuff up. Uh, you can Google it if you want. I can tell you what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Aggie wins. Yeah. No, no problems. Really? No errors. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's much nice. better than Jeeves. Uh, the person who's about to walk in on Aggie is actually in the blinded condition, so <laughs> it's fine. As you slush up onto this desk, you hear the unmistakable sound of the flapping of feathers. Something you are very, uh, from being out on the fire stands, of a raptor bird adjusting its flight path to dive after prey. You hear, and you take 20 points of slashing damage, which is half to 10 because you're liquid. I looked it up. You take 10 points of damage as you feel two massive claws scratch through you and then as your your own body like reforms around those holes i would love to switch into a sheet and do sheet constriction which is the other form that i got to do at level 11 oh hell yeah uh, where i wrap myself as a sheet around my enemies so i want to turn from liquid into a sheet and bundle up this bird like a soup dumpling i love that it's like a falcon when you put the little cute little hood on their heads. Oh, yeah. And they, they should go right to sleep. So mm-hmm. if, if Amanda was the DM, <laughs> Bird would go right to sleep. Um, so if I successfully grapple them, I can deal two times my martial arts die plus strength or dex, whichever is higher. Yes. Uh, make an athletics check for me. Well, I rolled a nat one, so I'm going to use my luck point. <laughs> Good. Good. Solid choice. All right. Luck point. I rolled an 11 plus one for a 12. Okay. And I'm going to contest that. I have a plus three to dex. Two. You roll a two. I rolled an 18. Immediately, just on the sense of being slashed by large talons, you flip around and you try to wrap yourself around around the avian attacker, but it swoops away from you and you hear the fluttering of wings once again as the bird settles. And as a sheet, you look up, and there is a large, a very crumpled large, on the ground. Yeah, crumpled on the ground. There's a large golden eagle looking down at you, has a little collar, and is wearing a red tie, and looks at you. It says, "You don't have clearance to be on this floor." <laughs> <laughs> 